is Emily Hines, and I attend Houston City Council meetings, and I take notes. Today's notes are from the council meeting on March 22nd, 2023. First up, the mayor's report. Mayor Turner began by highlighting some bills that he thinks are bad that are making their way through the current Texas legislative session, colloquially known as the Lidge. The tiniest explainer, bills originate in either the House or the Senate, and if approved, they move on to the other. HB stands for House Bill, and SB stands for Senate Bill, so you know where the bill originated. This also makes it easier to look up if you want to read more. HB 2127 would turn home rural cities like Houston into general rural cities, where cities can't legislate on things that aren't expressly governed by the state. Turner said this is an example of the state trying to hamper the power of municipalities. SB 1015 is being pushed by CenterPoint. The way the current system works, when energy companies want to raise rates, there is a review process with oversight from municipalities who can vote to deny the increase. Energy companies are required to reimburse the cities for legal fees they incur during this process. SB 1015 would remove that requirement for the companies to reimburse the cities. Review of rate increases would be left up to the state, to the extent that they do it at all, Turner said. He pointed out that extreme weather costs, like during Winter Storm Yuri, were all passed onto consumers, not absorbed by the energy companies themselves, and removing this oversight would weaken protections even further. SB 736, which is sponsored by mayoral candidate John Whitmire, would require binding arbitration for firefighters. Turner said that Houston City Council should determine what city employees get paid, not a third party who is, quote, unaware of our budget constraints. He also said it doesn't create positive relationships, end quote. Mayor Turner encouraged people to contact the city's government relations office for help and guidance advocating at the ledge, and he strongly encouraged council members to make the trip and advocate on the city's behalf. Beyond the ledge, it's Fix a Leak Week, which is excellent branding. I have no notes. The city and partners are hosting two virtual classes with leaders in the leak repair industry. What is that, like plumbers? Visit HoustonPublicWorks.org slash FixLeakWeek. The Inwood Forest Stormwater Detention Basin groundbreaking is March 31st at 10 a.m. It will be able to hold more water than the Astrodome and will also provide recreational space. Turner made a joke about this groundbreaking upstaging the NCAA Final Four tournament, which got some laughs. Speaking of which, the NCAA Final Four Tournament is April 1st and 3rd at NRG Stadium. Turner warned of street closers and um, commended the NRG team for making such a quick change from rodeo to Final Four. Mayor Turner expressed concern and outrage over the state TEA takeover of HISD, no longer rumored. He called attention to the disparity in communication from the state. Governor Abbott was in Cyprus recently advocating for a school voucher program which would give parents $8,000 they could use to send their kids to private school. Turner quoted Abbott as saying, parents matter and should have educational choices. Turner pointed out that Abbott has made no appearances to discuss the HISD takeover, instead sending a lower-level TEA rep to Westbury High School. Turner said, quote, if parents matter in Cyprus, parents matter at Westbury, end quote. And he also said, something's just not right in the universe. And then he quoted a Bible verse that instructs us to treat every person the same. He said, we cannot favor one group over another, and I will fight for our kids. Then he jarringly pivoted to shilling for some new Astros merch. Finally, Turner wished all Ramadan Mubarak. Here are some of the agenda items that got voted on today. 
Items one and two approved seven people to the board of the Edo TERS, including mayoral candidate Chris Hollins. Item five approved spending $1.7 million on some tech for the library. Item six approved $63,000 for the purchase of two throwbot robots for HPD. These are search robots that can move through a structure and transmit real-time video to an officer. They can locate and identify subjects and reveal a room's layout. Item 11 approved the intention to make the downtown more space Main Street program permanent. The program allows Main Street to close to vehicles between Commerce and Rusk so that restaurants and bars that face the street can use it as customer serving space. The supporting document uses the phrase reclaimed pedestrian area, which I love. Item 19 approved up to 406000 to Houston Help to finance the operation of a permanent housing community to very low-income households in which one or more members are living with HIV or AIDS. That's in District D. Item 23 approved the purchase of property in District K for the health department to be used for administrative support during emergencies and natural disasters. Item 32 would have approved reimbursing the county $396,000 for the already completed underground utilities on Rosewood Street in District D, but Councilmember Evan Shabazz tagged it and there was no discussion. We will conclude today with the Councilmember pop-off. Councilmember Thomas appreciated the short agenda and I agree. She plugged a bunch of events like Easter Day on April 1st, um, SHSU Day at City Hall on April 11th, and a deed restriction workshop on April 29th. I think you should all sign up for the District F newsletter and follow Councilmember Thomas on Twitter because she's very active there and then you can keep up to date with all of that. Councilmember Alcorn has invited Airbnb to present at the Regulatory and Neighborhood Affairs Committee meeting tomorrow. They will go over trust and safety policies, how to report those party houses, and Houston First will be there to report on hotel and occupancy tax from Airbnb. Councilmember Plummer wishes a good Ramadan to all. Councilmember Peck plugged a Coffee with Cops event this Friday, March 24th, a Saturday plant sale by near Northwest Management District, and a Cigna Sunday in the Park event at Schwartz Park on Sunday, March 26th. Councilmember Jackson said the Parks Department will present at the next District B debrief, and she's working on a program to help seniors with their yard work that will hire unhoused people. Councilmember Pollard plugged the HBCU All-Star Basketball Game on April 2nd at TSU. Councilmember Evan Shabazz remarked on two suicides at UH and said they are, quote, devastating and heartbreaking. She thinks mental health needs more resources and support. There is a McGregor Park cleanup on Saturday, March 25th, and a Sunnyside prayer walk and block party on Saturday, March 25th. She said, quote, please come out because prayer changes things, end quote. Councilmember Cisneros went to every day of the rodeo, which is just really impressive. She applauded the rodeo for raising $22.5 million for youth. Councilmember Castex Tatum plugged a volunteer day at Shern Elementary, a founder's breakfast fundraiser at Westbury Park, and free tax service at Fountain Life Center. So y'all go get you some of that. Call 713-726-3398 for more information on that free tax service. Councilmember Gallegos commented on a recent community meeting in Eastwood about a planned metro overpass on Lockwood, which will help the BRT avoid stopped trains. Gallegos relayed the feedback that many residents are opposed to the overpass because it will destroy the character of the neighborhood. Gallegos suggested pursuing an assurance from Union Pacific that they won't stop on the tracks, which would remove the need for an overpass, and good luck with that. 
Finally, Mayor Turner said it's all hands on deck for the legislative session and offered transportation help to any council members traveling to the Capitol to advocate. He added that he hopes this will be a bipartisan effort. And that's it for the meeting on March 22nd. Thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. And if you think this project is worth supporting, I invite you to visit patreon.com slash emilytakesnotes. You will get a shout out on this very podcast. Also, thank you to ACLU Texas and Houston in Action for your support and to Take a Little, who does the Spanish translations of these notes. This podcast has music by Joe Wozni, and it was produced by Connor Clifton. That's it for this week. I am Emily Hines, and I thank you for listening. Bye.